0: It is Friday, May 26th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm
1: AJ Hoffman. The
0: Celtics stave off elimination again.
1: And VGK can't quite close it
0: out. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day.
1: Celtics 110, Miami Heat
0: 97, a no-doubter series now within one game. The Dallas Stars avoid the sweep as they beat VGK in overtime 3-2.
1: I think the, the lead has to be the NBA game where... The final score isn't quite telling, like 13 points. It's a solid win. Don't get me wrong. This was a domination. Uh, This was the besides game three. This was the most lopsided game in the series, certainly. Um, And the Celtics just kind of had their way. I I said yesterday, if the Celtics shoot 40% from three, they're probably going to keep winning. Well,
2: they shot forty-one percent, which I didn't anticipate. Uh, I I thought forty exactly, but forty-one. When they shoot forty percent, forty-eight and two straight up this season. The impressive part to me is that they've shot forty percent fifty times. Forty-eight and two. Forty-eight and two straight up. Boy,
1: yeah. Uh, Back-to-back games, they are over forty percent. It is going to be tough to beat anybody when you do. And that, by the way, that forty-one percent includes Jason Tatum going one of six. So he didn't have the touch, did not matter last night for the Boston Celtics. McKenzie Rivers, our NBA expert, in on this with us. McKenzie, what are the odds now for the Boston Celtics to come all the way back, defy the odds, and and make history here?
2: It might sound crazy. Plus 110 right now in the Boston Celtics to do what has not been done in the NBA. Heat minus 130.
0: But again. I'll, I'll go back to what I said on yesterday morning show. You, we have to stop thinking about it in terms of coming back from 0-3. Because that's over with. That's done now. Now it's coming back from down 3-2. Anything that happened in the past is over with now. You can't say no team in history has come back from 3-0 down to win a series. So Boston's clearly not going to do it. No. That's irrelevant right now. What's, I don't what know matters, if I agree with that. What? Why? What matters right now is can Boston win Game Six in Miami, where by the way they're a three-point favorite, and then if they do, can they win Game Seven, where they'll probably be a nine-point favorite?
1: Is once you once you get a hit fifty-three games in a row, it, do you just need a three-game hitting streak? Or is, yes. it, is it a compilation? Do you no. carry added pressure because you've got a 53-game hitting streak well, behind players,
0: you? Players, uh, human beings might carry pressure, but well, that's mathemati- playing these games, mathematically friend. speaking, it's like if you can hit black every roll of roulette, it doesn't matter. The next roll is still the same exact percentage, right? The Celtics just have to win game six and then game seven. It doesn't matter that they won two in a row to come back from from 3 down.
2: Have you been to the skyline? I'm not sure their roulette table is exactly on the <laughs> level.
0: <laughs> but,
2: I mean, you talk about human beings. They're minus three-point favorites. That's not as big as they were in Game 3 when they were minus four-and-a-half-point favorites. They're expected to have all this desperation. So I think they've been downgraded. But uh, Game 4, when they were expected to quit, when they were two-point underdogs, I think that was incorrect. And now that we see that um, they actually, it seems like, want to, want to keep playing in this season.
0: Well, the, the odds are saying that they're going to do it even though the series odds say that they're not. You
2: always do this. Yeah, they're underdogs for a reason. 75% times 54% or whatever they are in game six is three-point favorites, maybe more than that, maybe 60%. Mm -hmm. It's less than 50%, even though it seems like 60%, 80% is going to win. No, you multiply those together, it's under 50%. So, I don't know. I I would bet the plus 110 before I bet the minus 130, but it makes sense that they're underdogs.
0: Well, I'm just saying they're a three-point favorite in this game,
2: right? The minus 145 on the money line. Do you think the Heat can win a Game 7 in Boston? No, I do not. So you think that 75% is 100%?
0: I think that, yeah. I think that, well, I think it's going to be more than, the spread is probably going to be, what, minus 9?
2: Home teams tend to get a bump. However, the last Game 7 they played, uh, they didn't. All the money came in against them as the total went down. It was 10 points lower than Game 6 in the Philadelphia series.
0: But let's also th- keep in mind so that maybe net- they expect a tight let's one al- with Let's Boston. also keep in mind now the recency, okay? Boston was an 8.5 point favorite in this game last night yeah, and they win by 13, right? And they are now going, if they win, assuming, obviously we're assuming a win in game number six, this would now be three straight wins. And let's say the the margin is convincing. We're talking about three now convincing wins in a row. That eight and a half is going to go up to nine and a half.
2: So they won three straight games in Miami in last year's playoffs games. Um, five and seven notably, mm-hmm. and now they've won one out of two, so four out of five in Miami. I I kind of like them in game six. I kind of like them laying the three. I don't think points really matter at this point. So do I. Uh, in a game of runs. So I kind of like the Celtics minus three. That's where I'm leaning early. There are two and a on the board. The reason I'm not firing right now is the Sharper Books bookmaker. They're at two and a half. Uh, interesting to see where this where the, where the money comes
1: What in. are the Celtics on the money line in game six? 145.
2: Minus 145
1: and, and uh, 145 parlayed with what are, what are they going to be minus nine or whatever like uh I, I guess it'd be a I guess that would be, end up being into plus money uh just barely as well so yeah <sighs> listen uh the heat I, I thought we'd see like a different level of intensity last night and just wasn't really there um
2: are they just running out of bodies? I mean, they lost See, Tyler Hero, yeah. Victor Oladipo mm-hmm. early in the playoffs, and now they lost Gabe, Gabe Vincent. It seemed to show. Gabe uh, Martin went over our points prop, got that one. He he had an ankle. I feel like I mean, if Jimmy Butler is scoring 14 points, they're not going to win any
1: games. Clearly, uh, but yeah, you know, without well, Gabe, well, Duncan Robinson scored 18. He was good. Was he was their well, best player. It's funny, like nice. Duncan Robinson. There's time in Game Three. He looked like oh my god, Duncan Robinson looks yeah. like the the guy. Then game four he was like a disaster. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think of that dude. I, I'm gonna stop thinking about him. I think that's the move.
0: <laughs> I think that this was a if if the Heat were down three games to one, uh, you know, Gabe Vince in place. The fact that they went into this game. I don't know, I
2: don't know if he plays game six. Sometimes I think those are bad.
0: I don't know. Eric Spolster said he went through a workout before the game. Okay. So, and, and they just said he's not ready.
2: Because he finished uh, game four after the injury, but they say, you know, adrenaline, that yeah. often happens, and then it swells yeah. up.
0: Yeah. Uh, Vincent said he's hopeful to be ready for game six. I think they'll put him in because I almost feel like the Heat have to play game six like it's game seven. Because they cannot afford to lose this game and go back to Boston. Because Boston, like I said, they'll have the momentum with three straight wins. They'll have the crowd. They'll have the confidence of winning three straight. And it's just going to be hard to win a game seven on the road. I know Boston did it last year in Miami. But I just I, – I don't see Miami losing three straight games and then winning in my, in Boston.
2: It's happened three times in history that a game seven was forced. But it was never the case that it was a home team that mm-hmm. had the game seven. So um... – I think they're gonna do it. It just makes so much sense because there's so much variance in the NBA. We say it's never happened before, it's never happened before. A lot of those stats are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Teams are winning about 15 points a game, which this way and that, like it like like it's the 60s, and and points are a lot different than they were 10 years ago. It makes sense to me that the, the team got that got cold, choked. You could argue they choked in game two. They're still way better. They could still I mean, I bet that they were gonna win the first four games of this series, or at least four four of the first five. And now I think I could be so wrong and yet right. In the NBA, that's how it works. They could they could win four straight. I could see it happening.
0: It's amazing how a team that is so good can look so bad and then play like they're capable of playing, and yet people will still think about how bad they looked at their worst times. Because I still feel like people are not just saying, listen, well, the Boston Celtics had a couple of bad games, but this is who they are. Right? Like, this isn't like... We should boost up Boston. They're both, they're both no. those
2: guys, both those
0: teams.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's not that they're they're just a good team that's played bad. Like, and Miami they, was a, uh, they team, a a mediocre team that played over their heads. It, but this is the difference. Miami's done this the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. Boston has they've almost won or they've almost lost as many games as they've won. Yeah. Yet they sit here with a. In fact, they have lost as many games as they've won to date. Mm-hmm. But or, or maybe they're plus one now. But this is, like, they've been an up-and-down team this entire playoff, so I think it's fair to look at when they've been bad because the Heat, up until the last two games, have really dominated the playoffs. Like, they've had very few moments where it was like, this is looking bad for the Heat. Like, they haven't. Every series the Celtics have played, there's been like a, "Uh uh-oh, Celtics better get it together, they're going home moment.
0: Mm -hmm. But I also think that... (laughs) I think we have to look at Jimmy Butler because when Jimmy Butler goes, the Heat go, right? Like that, that, that That's their chance to win.
1: You're saying when Haywood Highsmith outscores Jimmy Butler, they're probably not going to win? That's a made-up person. Apparently, I thought so, so too
0: until he played 36 minutes in last night's game. Butler scores 35 in the game one win, 27 in the game two win. He, had a, he only scored 16 in game three. That's because it was such a blowout yep. that he barely played. Okay? He has a stronger performance, although it didn't really seem like it, in, in game four. And in this game,
1: nothing. Well, what the, I think what they did in this game, in game four, game four they got whooped too. Mm-hmm. In this game, there came a time where they were like, we're not winning this game. I agree. And like, all you've got to do is look at the minute count. And you can tell how serious the Heat were about winning this game. Max Struz played 24 minutes. Kyle Lowry played thir- – Bam played 32, Butler 34. That is not the numbers of a team that was desperate to go out there and win last night. Like, Jason Tatum played 41 in a blowout win. Well, um, I think
0: they played knowing
1: that they have the cushion of Yeah, going of course. It, which, again, we expected them to play that way in game four. Mm-hmm. They didn't, and they still got their ass kicked – This was almost like, hey, we're not going to win this one. Let's rest up and and get ready for game six, which in a
0: way I I kind of, I I appreciate, but in another way,
1: I I think this Heat team.
0: I expected it because I think game six was their best chance to win this series. Yeah. If they didn't win in game four, game six was their chance. Game six is their chance. So I think that, you know, in hindsight, obviously is is the best way to look at things. Um, I feel like the Celtics were just, just an should have been an auto fire uh, because I did not expect Miami to come into Boston and win and win this game I expected them to kind of see how it went early on and then manage themselves as they get ready for game six.
1: Well I think what we've got here is a way to if you think there's zero chance that the Celtics can or the Celtics can lose game seven, you've got a chance to lock in a profit now because you can bet plus 110 on the Celtics to win the series and plus and 125 plus one twenty five on, on the heat to win game six. Yep. And you'll walk away with something either way. It won't be much
2: or nothing or a big fat loss. I, 2.5 units down.
1: Yeah. That's a possibility too. But if, if, if well, you yeah, really I think there's no the chance Celtics, of losing game seven, if the Celtics yeah, if you win think, game no.
2: six
0: and then Boston and then uh, Miami wins game seven on the road. I
1: don't believe that to be the case. I think the Celtics could lose any given game. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I really do. Um, but I, I, well, I guess you could shop around and find an even greater dispa- uh, you know, disparity than,
2: the, than $0.10. Cents. Celtics now 4-0 facing elimination, 3-0 in Game 7s. I don't know. Jimmy Butler was super uh, passive early in the game. It seemed like, well, someone else is going to get hot before I turn it on if I'm going to take it down the stretch. Okay, if he flips that in Game 6 and he goes super aggressive early... I just need one bad quarter from Jimmy Butler, and I feel like the Celtics have a 10-point lead and are running away mm-hmm. with it, and they have no no other options. It's not like now I want my teammates to start hitting threes, even though I didn't get them in rhythm because I, I was the aggressor early. It's funny because Jimmy Butler sp- played amazing the last two playoffs. He's under probably the most pressure I can imagine of a superstar player uh, losing all that esteem, like a popped balloon, if he if he can't get it done as an underdog, mm-hmm. you know. I, I like how often is it, is inter- it like is is, you're you're gonna lose as an underdog and you're gonna be killed for it.
1: Is well, LeBron James is taking that right now. Is
2: we're six point favorites in Game Three.
1: Well, I'm I, in the series. I mean, but sure. I, I, is is do you think Jimmy Butler's under more pressure to win than Jason Tatum is? cuz Jason Tatum is like I, trying to reach a different level of superstardom. Like Jimmy Butler's never going to be talked about as like one of the 5 best players in the league. It feels like if Jason Tatum wins a title, he can get himself into that conversation, right?
2: I agree. Yeah. He he does have a far, farther perch to fall from, but um I don't know, Jimmy Butler is a prideful guy. It's like of, yeah. of all the of all the records to have on your on your repertoire, it seems like he's <laughs> Undeserving of it, but it's only because he played so well to get to the conference finals to have a 3-0 lead that this is uh he's facing
1: and, and if the Heat win, it's because Jimmy Butler had to be so great. And like yeah. like this is not a team that should even be competing. The Heat for a played championship. sixteen
2: playoff games. How many times have they been favored? The Heat have played what? This, sixteen playoff games. Uh this, he, two. this, this playoff, two. playoffs. Two. Okay. Four. four three three times against the Knicks, one time against uh. the Celtics. But they're eleven they're now eleven and five. You know, it's underdog almost every single game.
0: That's uh, impressive. I like Jimmy Butler to go over. That sounds
2: like a system, actually. Yeah, I like I like Butler to go over his point <laughs> is total. A, I don't know. What's in this system? game,
1: head on him as an underdog every time.
2: <laughs> it would be working out for you. Yeah, you like. You think it's gonna be what 27 and a half because the total 28 is lower? and a half. It's it's twenty eight and a half. Yeah,
0: I think he scores thirty.
2: Yeah, I think Jimmy. I think he's gonna have to. Yeah, I think he's gonna have to, but mm-hmm. I don't think he will be able to. I mean, I think I'm just gonna keep picking.
1: Better. I'm gonna keep picking at the the bottom of the roster players who I think are just gonna get more minutes than usual. Uh, it, like, especially at home for the Heat, I, I'll, I'll probably look at Duncan Robinson, um, and I, I might. Depending on the status of Gabe Vincent, I might I might look at Martin again.
2: <laughs> they said in the last two games he's arguably the MVP for the Heat of this series. I'm like, what are they talking about? Every time <laughs> they say that, I'm like, like, is this a joke? Is this a cruel? I mean, he's played great, no doubt, no doubt. He's been amazing.
0: Yeah, I, take, I just I feel like Jimmy is going to take it upon himself to to yeah, will
2: the mvp of the series yeah for the heat obviously. to
0: will them to a victory here uh he, it's, it's the only pl-
1: he has to or they're not winning mm-hmm. and, and honestly not only does he have to but bam out of bayou has to be better and last night was better than it was turnovers. game three and four were disasters for him game five was not ideal not total disaster the turnovers were a killer uh, but he's got to be the second best player on the Miami Heat. Yeah, like no. and so far in this series, he's been like, he's shown up. He's mm-hmm. been a starting caliber player. He needs to play at a a star level, uh, for for them to have a chance because J- Jimmy can't do it all by himself. Like these these role guys have to step up. Guys like Martin, guys like Vincent have to step up. But Bam Adebayo should be a given. Like if, if, if Jimmy and Bam have to perform, but the Heat are are just so under talented. I guess is the right. Uh, uh, un, I don't want to say untalented. They're so much less talented yeah. than the Celtics.
2: And Batum is the talent.
1: Yes, know? the two talent guys yeah. have to play well above average for them to have a chance. And last night was another example of both of their their two most talented players were very average, yep. and they got their ass kicked
0: for it. Right now, uh, Nuggets minus 185 to win the NBA title. Boy, I
1: I think that's a good bet.
0: I really do. I I, I think, uh,
1: in in fact, you know what? I I think the time to bet it will be if the Celtics win game six, because you'll get a better, like, uh, because then it's an assumption that the Celtics are playing the Nuggets. But I think the Nuggets are winning the title. I think the Nuggets will beat the Celtics or the Heat. So I, I I don't know. Maybe you've got a better idea, McKenzie. When would be the right time to jump in?
2: It's funny. A Twitter uh, user asked me, should I bet Nuggets to beat the Heat exacta, minus 270? This was before uh, last night's game. And I'm like, no. Wait for the Celtics to win. Then you're going to get minus 185. Shout out on Twitter. I said minus 185. I got some proof. Some At least one person believes <laughs> me. Um, so you're saying... If you think the Nuggets are going to beat the Celtics, I, I wouldn't. I would lay the minus one eighty five. I mean, no, I'd wait because that line's going to go down. I think the Celtics are going to win the series, so I think it's you're going to obviously get a much better price. You're going to yeah. get better than one eighty five. Unless you don't, unless the Heat uh, the Heat win, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: Well, if the Heat win, that one eighty five goes. Yeah, it's through the roof. Right now, it's Nuggets minus one eighty five, Celtics plus two ninety, Heat plus five fifty.
1: Who do you feel like if if the like let's say the Celtics win these last two games and it's Celtics Nuggets who do you feel like has the advantage in that matchup?
2: Celtics have home court even though they don't really have a great home court. They have Finals experience. Well, them
1: not having a great home court uh-huh. it doesn't matter as much because the Nuggets do have such a great home court that they don't get a fourth game there. Sure, that's, that's big. a
2: big difference. Yeah, it's a big difference. I think it's a pick'em series. I might lean towards the Celtics uh, as as much as better as the Nuggets have been throughout the playoffs. I think Finals experience matters and. You know, just judging these players on a week-to-week basis for the last few years, I think the Celtics are more talented, as good as Jamal Murray and the best player in the world, Nikola Jokic is.
0: Yeah, I I, I would kind of lean that way. Um, right now, you can get Jason Tatum plus 360 finals MVP. Jokic minus, Jokic minus 160. Jimmy Butler plus 600.
2: And we've talked about it. Minus one sixty, I would prefer over minus one eighty five. Yeah, yes. I think I think I would yes, there's no player.
0: It's not with all due respect to Jamal Murray. It's Jokic is winning. We've talked about it before. It is a voter voted on award. Yeah. It's narrative driven. This guy did not win the regular season MVP for the third straight year, which he should have, uh, and so they'll they'll give him the Finals MVP.
2: Yeah, it's not going to be like, oh, Jamal Murray averaged twenty nine. Jokic only averaged twenty four, twelve and three, twelve and seventeen, or whatever. But
0: but I I've, I also said it before, like if whatever Jamal Murray does, Jokic is going to assist on half of his yeah. buckets. Yeah, you know? no, that's <laughs> so, what I'm saying. He's like, just he'll have too, a triple double.
2: He's way too productive. You yeah. can make a statistical argument. He was he's every game.
0: He's yeah. So like Murray finishes with twenty nine. He averages twenty nine points. Jokic averages a triple double. Right. Like yes, Jokic is. So yeah, instead of the minus one eighty five, give me the minus one sixty right now, and Jokic to be the Finals MVP. And then you know i don't hate a plus 360 on jason tatum yeah it's better than the plus 290 and then if the celtics do make the finals that num- both numbers are going down significantly yeah. but hey they got to win first game 6 saturday night. what a fun weekend huh md dubs memorial day weekend yeah yeah md dubs you got the game on saturday and then it'll be a uh, game 7 on memorial day on monday i'll take it but it'll be a, a nighttime game so even though everyone's off from work.
2: What is MD-Dubs?
0: Memorial Day weekend.
2: Did you invent that right now? No. That's a thing?
0: MDW. I did not Memorial know. Memorial Day weekend.
2: Yeah. I'm so, ready. Yep, it, it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So game six. As we honor our fallen veterans, they all appreciate you <laughs> saying MD-Dubs. <Yep>. <laughs> game six uh, tomorrow night. Game Seven Monday night Celtics are a three point favorite in Game Six tomorrow night, and in Game seven we're assuming nine nine and a half. That's what I'm gonna say for the Celtics, and then we'll go heat and under
2: I bet I, under Game six, I will bet under Game seven almost assuredly unless they make open it at like one ninety nine
1: and a half <laughs> yeah i uh I bet under Game six as well. I was also looking for a, a plus 10 last night, and I never saw one. I don't know. I mean, you've got a better idea. Did any of no, show no, up?
2: No, nine was, nine was the limit.
1: Okay, so I, I was like, if I, if I see 10, I have to play. Thank God I never saw a 10 mm-hmm. because I would have lost money. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was what I was looking for. And if it's a game seven and I get
0: 10, I'll take 10 again. Didn't I give out uh, Celtics' first half? You did? Yesterday morning, yeah. easy. easy cover. Didn't I say that they were going to come out on fire? Twenty to five run in the first quarter oh. to start the game. That's coming out on fire. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would Thirty
2: eight to twenty. It never felt like a game. A never twenty
0: like a game. to five run to wow. start the game. I was watching the hockey game and like I flipped back to see like what the score was and it was like 25
2: to he twenty five. You knew he was going to bring up the hockey game like two segments early. You just knew it. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. In fact,
0: we'll get there now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: h
0: e l p dot com slash vegas A j it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality, and that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us i've been drinking A g one because for A g one quality isn't just a buzzword a g one's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. in Vegas. Yes, we Dude. will have
1: a... Vegas wanted to do it on their home ice. Exactly. Let's go to the game. Exactly. In the, the
0: Fortress tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow night five. game number 5 in Vegas, here in Vegas. Why? Because the Stars in overtime defeat the Knights 3-2 playing without their captain, Jamie Benn, playing without Evgeny Dadanov, one of their top scorers, still able to pick up a 3-2 win. Jake Ottinger, uh, one of the main reasons why.
1: Uh, let me ask you a question here. the When the Stars won in overtime, it mm-hmm. was on a power play. Yes. Was it a penalty you'd rather not see called with the game on the line?
0: Oh, uh, no, that was... No, it was a clean... <laughs> yeah, that
1: one absolutely had to be gone. Well, what did I say
0: yesterday? the, the game. What did I say yesterday? Like, I agreed it was a penalty. <laughs> there was just a minute left in the game. But you would have liked to see the ref swallow his whistle. Would you, no, you're no, glad no, no, he no, no. didn't swallow the whistle here, Th- though. It, it's not like there was 40 seconds left in the period or a minute left in the period. This was... It's sudden death. It doesn't matter. This is the course of the game. Oh, okay. It's in the course of the game. It's fair. It's Everything's all fair in the course of a, in the course of a game. I just swallow my whistle with a minute left. Gotcha. Okay. Under a minute left, I swallow the whistle. Like, let the clock be the determinator, right? Like, you you play this thing out. We're about to go into the locker room. I'm about to get some, get something to drink, a little snack. Go to the bathroom. What do you I don't need they, to blow the whistle. Do
1: they eat orange, orange slices and bananas? Like, is that the, uh... I think they
0: got, like, the, uh... You know, like the
2: high seas, or what are those? Or like gel,
0: like yeah, it's like it's like the little quick, uh, quick digesting, you know, protein and and electrolytes that they uh, that they snack on in between periods. Either that, or it's uh, (laughs) stroop (laughs) waffles, like they give you on the airplanes.
2: Yeah, those Uh, are good.
0: So the stars win three two, and for another, it's just another game where they outshoot Vegas. Uh, They came out. They played aggressively, 42-39 Vegas. Put him on, put it on, Jake Ottinger. Jake Ottinger, I thought, played really well. As he has, every time he's gotten pulled in this postseason, he's bounced back in the following game. So a wake-up call, maybe a little bit of a rest after only playing a few minutes in the first period in game number three, and he came out strong in game four.
1: Well, what I saw, what I was watching uh, of this game, it looked like, and the, the announcers actually said as much, Aiden Hill, even though he gave up the two goals in regulation, Mm -hmm. that game was probably his best game because the defense wasn't necessarily spectacular in front of him. He just had to do a lot of great work himself, kept him in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, that shot at the end, you could tell he had just kind of lost where the puck was. And, uh, you know, a, a guy who seemed like he scored every goal in the Kraken series. Uh, gets one in in
0: this uh, in this Vegas series. Yeah, and and sh- uh, you know, shout out Jason Robertson had two goals in this game. Uh, they needed him to come up big, and he did. And they just they outplayed Vegas for for another game that they outplayed Vegas. They had uh, thirty one scoring chances to Vegas's twenty five. They had fifteen high danger scoring chances. Vegas danger. had just ten, and the expected goals. Pretty much exactly where you would think it was going to be. Uh two point eight one for Dallas, they score three. And Vegas, well,
2: two point six What they, is it they, for the series? Should the stars be in this? And the the stars,
0: the yes. Yes, for the for the enti- They should be
2: winning the series by expect
0: They should be winning the series, yes. For the uh, like well, they've lost two overtime games. I and mean, anytime anytime you lose like look like Carolina should've Carolina should have outscored Florida in their entire series. They lost four one goal games. <laughs> like th- those are coin flips. Like Bounce of the puck here or there; it happens. You get a hot goaltender; it happens. Uh, over the course of this um, entire series, yeah, Dallas should Dallas should have outscored Vegas, just like Carolina should have outscored Florida. But sometimes I don't believe those stupid numbers, some, it doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like shot quality. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, nonsense. No. Th- that's exactly
2: what it is. Should have swept actually.
0: That's exactly what it is. It doesn't matter because what matters is does your goalie step up when when you when you allow a the high when you allow a high danger scoring chance that you know a percentage, a high percentage of the time. The other the team scores a goal. Can your goalie step up and make a play? It's the same thing in Major League Baseball when you look at StatCast, right? A pitcher throws a ball and a guy hits it. 105 miles per hour exit velocity and a launch angle of whatever. Does your left fielder make a diving play and, and it's an out? Whereas StatCast says it should have been a hit seven out of ten times? Yeah, Doesn't matter. The defense made a play. And if your goaltender makes a play on an odd man rush or on a one-timer in any situation that is expected to be scored, that's the equalizer. And for Florida, Sergei Bavrovsky was the equalizer in that series. And in this series, for Vegas, Aiden Hill has been that equalizer. And I think the defense as well, getting in front of shots, blocking shots. They've done a tremendous job of blocking shots as well. I thought Dallas played really, really well in game three. And if not for Jake Ottinger, absolutely sucking and allowing three soft goals early in the game, Dallas would have had a fighting chance. Yeah. Uh, I thought Dallas played well in this game. I thought Vegas, I thought this was a great game. I thought Vegas played well uh, as well. And I'm not surprised to see where game five is lined at. I'm not surprised that Vegas is favored. Obviously, they're home. They're minus 135. Dallas is plus 115. And... Again, it's a situation where if you don't mind laying the juice, I keep saying it, I think it's a one goal game. I do. I think whoever team wins this is a one goal game. These teams are too close that the the game three, four nothing win was a fluke win, in my opinion, because it shouldn't have been. Dallas outplayed them, they outshot them. And if not for Jake Otten, just sucking, it's not a four nothing game. It's probably a one nothing game. Uh, I I just think that this is too close to call between these two teams and i think we come down to a situation where it's going to be a one goal win either way and we could i don't disagree we could even face another overtime i'm i'm all for it plus 310 the draw i'm all for one overtime (laughs) one overtime i don't want four it's too many should now if we're not going to go to the game should we go to a watch party
2: you know what Sleepy J said? He said you got to go to the arena, just stand outside. It's it's crazy, crazy fun time. Oh well, yeah, that whole and area then when everybody pours
0: out after
1: a win, you yeah. just jump in with them and like
0: ah, the yeah, way, yeah pour beer on top of your head. <laughs> that like, whole uh, area, oh, oh, oh. The, the, the outside, the, the park, park MGM yeah. is, is just amazing. And yeah, they'll show it. They'll have it on the screen. So outside the T Mobile, yeah, we can. Uh,
2: I want to go to Succession watch party. To be honest with you,
0: <laughs> a Succession watch party,
2: final episode.
0: I is guess. it the final I, I'm episode? A, I'm, I'm a, I'm a now. A, is it a, a is
2: patio it, hotel somewhere? Is it?
0: Is it the series finale or series just Series the finale? Season? They're all going to no. It's on a series it. like the, yeah, this is the over. final episode ever. It's over, like Ted Lasso, the final episode ever.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't
1: know that. Did you... Well, you didn't know that till the couple <laughs> I didn't. <know>. I told <laughs> yeah. you, and you're like, I because everybody's saying Ted Lasso, like the it's a good season, but it doesn't feel like it's the last season, so it's going to be unsatisfying.
0: And Scott was like, "What? It's the last <laughs> right. season?
2: Yeah, yeah I, it's, I it really doesn't doesn't feel that. that
0: way. Although yeah. this past episode was pretty good, it kind of uh, evolved some story arcs. So I'm like, you know what? I can see where this is going. Yeah. I can see where this is going. What a great show. What do you think
2: about Succession this year? I think it's the best season yet, even without its best character for most. <gasps> uh, don't, tell, don't tell me that. I, I'm on episode two. I said, I've said too much. No, because
1: I don't know who you think the best character is. Tom so. Wom's
2: a guest. W- wums, wums well, I mean, who was sitting in the pool? Is I don't it, know. Is I've the it, end of season three, episode eight? Is uh I, I, now I have no
0: idea is it's it ca- yeah I was kind of how down. do you pronounce the name Wamzigan Wam well, Why would I say that Wamzigans
2: Wamzigans It's called Tom Tom Wamzigan Shiv <laughs> That's a pretty good top That's a pretty good top You know he's
0: like he's he Brit- is the, he's he's the br- worst person You know he's like British right Like he's like I know it yeah.
2: freaked me out He's like he's like and Shiv is from New Zealand
0: Yeah they all have their crazy accents uh, So that, seeing them like hearing them do like American accents is very interesting. But, uh, <laughs> Craig,
2: you have a pretty good Minnesota <laughs> Saint good. Paul accent, right? I think there. that's what he's trying to do.
1: No, I think that's actually a Minneapolis accent, not a Saint Paul. Oh yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. No. Over the bridge. As we start the weekend in Major League Baseball, we got one day game here on Friday, and then uh, full slate tonight. And then uh, everyone will wear special hats for Memorial Day weekend. And Monday will be a fun day of Major League Baseball. We'll preview that, obviously, on on Monday morning's show. But let's talk about what we have going on today and tonight. Today, a 220 Wrigley start. You know, those are always fun. Mackenzie, I'm sure you've been to plenty of those. Hunter Green goes for the Reds against Justin Steele for the Cubbies. Chicago minus 170, depending on... Where the wind is going for this game, that would determine how I feel about the total. But right now, this is the Justin Steele show. Uh, He had a bad outing against Houston, but then again, it was Houston. They're pretty good at sport. And he bounced back with six shutout innings against Philadelphia, getting back to the pitcher that he was for the majority of this season. Hunter Green's a high strikeout guy, but he also gives up hard contact. I like the Cubbies here at home.
1: Hunter Green also doesn't win baseball games. He uh, has
0: yet to do that this year.
1: Tends to be a struggle, which is the goal, you know, is to actually get the to win the baseball game. They The Reds don't do that often, 100 green pitches. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be with you on Chicago.
0: Tonight, we have the White Sox at the Tigers. Lance Lynn against Joey Wentz, the second-place Tigers, by the way. Chicago minus 145, total of 8.5 and a half and. I just don't know if you can trust Lance Ugh. Lynn, even though he's coming off uh, two pretty good outings back to back. Yeah,
1: pass for me. I, I don't want to lay that lay that number with the White Sox, and I don't want to. I'd like to go over the total because these pitchers suck. Yeah. but I hate betting overs in White Sox games because half the time they can't score two runs.
0: Yeah, that's true. The Dodgers will send Noah Syndergaard to the hill against Jalen Beeks as the opener for the Rays. Tampa Bay's minus one twenty, and honestly, this price is just too low for Tampa. I understand that. You know, it, it's just an, a bullpen day for them. But Noah Syndergaard hasn't done anything to earn my respect this season, so it, it's Tampa for me. You know who's pitching tomorrow for the Rays? Tyler Glasnow. Oh yeah. yeah, Glasnow,
1: Kershaw. Yeah, tomorrow. Yep, that's a fun game. I'm welcome back, Tyler Glasnow, one of my favorite pitchers.
0: Although if the rays have to dip into their bullpen and have a bullpen day here tonight and glass now only goes about four you're, innings you're, or you so you can
1: only look first five yeah. whatever you decide to do if if it's anything positive for tampa tomorrow only do first five but i will say this the the results in the uh in triple a for his rehab mm-hmm. starts very promising um 20 to 5 strikeout to walk ratio over 13 and a third innings uh, with one run allowed, mm. so that's pretty sharp. But the, his final rehab outing pitch count was up to 67, so he's not going to pitch more than probably four or five innings in this game. So be aware when you make that when you make that play. Down. I know, and you
0: kind of want to look at like an under his strikeout prop. But here's the thing: like Glassnow could strike out seven yeah. in four innings, yep. and then you're like. Well, there goes that, you know. Well, I, I, he struck out 20 in 13 yeah, innings of rehab. Saying, you're, it's you're like, like, you're like You're like, you know what? He's going to be on a pitch count. He's only going to go about five innings, and he, he winds up only going four innings and strikes out seven. I'll probably be on a first five under with those two pitchers going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eh, I mean, the Rays mash lefties, so I'll that's probably true. probably be on the Rays' first five. Maybe that's get, the, move. get a good price on that. Uh, Podge, speaking of good price, Padres are at the Yankees. Joe Musgrove gets oh, the start for the Padres. Fuck you, Clark Schmidt. <laughs> I mean, way to ruin Clark Schmidt Day.
2: What was that? You're mad at him for being good. It was yeah, the first once. time
1: ever he's been good. It's like six innings, one run. I'm sitting here with an over nine. He was matching Kyle Gibson. You should and, be matching. Yeah, at Gibson. Kyle Gibson zero. Yeah, seven innings. Listen, I don't. There's no such thing as Kyle Gibson Day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't expect Kyle Gibson to give up seven runs every game like Char- like, Char- like Clark Schmidt does. He really let me down yesterday.
0: All right. Well, uh, Joe Musgrove is on the hill for the Padres. He has not been good this season. The Padres, minus 125 favorites in the Bronx because 24-year-old Randy Vasquez makes his major league debut. He's been in the Yankees system for about five years now. They signed him out of the Dominican when he was like 18, 19 years old. And he... Is not having the greatest season at AAA screen, although his last couple of starts were good. But they're desperate. But they need <laughs> pitching. So a total is nine in the Bronx. I lean towards the over. Uh, Rangers and the Orioles from Baltimore. Grayson Rodriguez gets the start for the O's. John Gray goes for the Rangers. I kind of like the road dogs here. Why are the?
1: I was going to say why are the Orioles favored in this game? Because Baltimore's hot in their home.
0: Grayson Rodriguez is. Um, not reliable. Mm-hmm. I agree. But Baltimore's 15 and 8 at home this year. So that's why that they're favored. They're 33 and mm-hmm. 17. They have the second best record in Major League Baseball. But hey, the Rangers are 31 and 18. And John Gray, 4 and 1 with a 3.02 ERA. I like the Rangers. Cardinals at the Guardians. Cleveland minus 120. Total of 8. Matt Libertor gets to start for the Cardinals. Shane Bieber for the Guardians. Eileen Cardinals here. Uh, kind of got burned on the Cardinals yesterday. But in doing so, I am reminded that Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt are well-rested for this game. <laughs> they will be. Because they did not play on Thursday. Lazy bumps. So Yeah, exactly. So I kind of uh, lean towards the Cardinals in this one. Moving on, we got the Phillies at the Braves. Taiwan Walker against Jared Schuster. Atlanta minus 155, total 9.5. Giants are at the Brewers. Alex Wood goes for San Francisco. Freddie Peralta for the Brewers. Milwaukee minus 130. Blue Jays at the Twins. Kevin Gosman against Louis Varland. Toronto's minus 160. That's a high price on the road. Minnesota's been playing some good baseball, and Louis Varland has actually pitched uh, decently. Uh, you know, Three runs, two runs in his last start, three before that, one before that. So I I think the Twins are live. I just, I think that's just a really high price to pay for the Blue Jays on the road in this one, minus 160. I can't believe I'm going to say what I'm going to say right now. Say it anyway, man. (laughs) Okay. I mean,
1: you like the Nationals.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I like the Nationals on Pat and Patrick Corbin's pitching. Uh, Patrick Corbin and the Nationals are underdogs in Kansas City. Casey's minus 125. Jordan Lyles is pitching for the Royals. Jordan Lyles is 0-8 with a 7.15 ERA. The Royals have lost every single game that Jordan Lyles has stepped onto the mound. Not good at winning games. It's important. Patrick Corbin has allowed two runs, two earned runs or fewer, in four straight starts. Patrick Corbin day is taking on a whole nother Man. meeting tonight. All right. Mets. Are I at, like you're getting a dog price on him. Mets are at the Rockies. Mets are laying. Minus 220. Max Scherzer on the hill against Connor Seabold. Total is 11. And I just think 11 is too high for a game that Max Scherzer is starting. Even though the Mets might be able to score 11 off of Connor Seabold themselves.
1: Yeah. Minus two, like, Max
0: Scherzer hasn't been great. Yeah, it's a high price. Minus 220. Yikes. Uh, Pete Alonzo homered again. He's got 19 on the year. Give him the trophy. Yeah, just, just give him the damn trophy.
1: Hitting 230.
0: Marlins are at the Angels. Literally, Adam Dunn. Jesus Lazardo gets a start for Miami. Reed Detmers goes for LA. LA. LA minus 145. Red Sox at the Diamondbacks. Chris Sale against Brandon Fat. Boston minus 155. That's too high of a price on the road in Arizona. But also, Brandon, that's not good at winning games. Yeah. Um, I like the over eight and a half here. I think sell gives up some runs, and we know that that's going to give up some runs. Yeah,
1: just I, I don't
0: disagree. Astros at the A's. Hunter Brown goes for the Astros. James Caprillion for the A's. We almost had a system play. Ah. We almost had it because the A's... And the Mariners were tied at 2 in the 8th inning last night. Damn it. And Seattle scored a run in the bottom of the 8th inning to win the game 3-2. to two. We almost had the A's coming off of a win, which would have been a system play to hammer against them in this one tonight. That being said, minus 267 is a massive price for the Astros. Uh, but James Caprillion stinks 0-4 with an 8.68 ERA. Astros, run, line, or bust?
1: Only way to look. That's, again, big number, minus 267, but
0: it's a little different when you're playing the A's. Yep. Pirates at the Mariners. Mitch Keller uh, for the Pirates. George Kirby goes for the Mariners. I like the under with these two pitchers. Seattle's minus 160. Total is seven. That is super, super low. Yeah, but but two really good pitchers. Two really good pitchers. I might look first five under between those two. If we can get a four. But it's probably going to be three and a half. But if we can get a four, I like the under between Mitch Keller and George Kirby. Make sure you guys head on over to pregame.com. Take advantage of a variety of packages and discount packages we have available for you for this Memorial Day weekend. You can get a weekend all access, choose your favorite pregame pro, and get every pick in every sport baseball, basketball, hockey, fighting, No fights this weekend. I don't know what we're going to do. There's always a fight somewhere. Maybe. Maybe there'll be one in the hockey game. I can only hope. There's always a fight somewhere. Uh, Soccer, I mean, the Premier League season. You know what's so weird? Uh, I I saw it, Mackenzie. You can talk about this. So, Man City won the Premier League already, right? Yes. But the season's not over. So, they still had games to play. Because there's no playoffs, it's just whoever has like you know the, the most points, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they played a game against, I guess, like a real, like a bad, like a bottom
2: feeder team. Brighton is one of the pluckiest teams in the Premier League, I'd say.
0: Plucky—that's a great word—and they played to a draw. One one. One one, and I think they interviewed Pep Guardiola, and he was like. We drank all the alcohol in Manchester. (laughs) (laughs) So he fully admitted that they they partied after clinching the Premier League title and they had no interest in this game whatsoever.
2: Well, we're talking about Man City. They spend billions. They have the best team, but they also arguably have the best coach of all time, and they're minus 650 to win the biggest prize in the Sport Champions League. No other team's ever been more than minus 250. They're amazingly good, arguably the best team ever in any sport.
0: What's their group? Who's their group in the Champions League? Like, is there any chance for a hiccup in the group stage?
2: No, they're, they're in the final.
0: Oh, they're in the final. Oh. And they're
2: okay. minus 650 versus the second. I mean, I don't know what Europe. these things are. No, so yeah, who, they're, who, they're playing are, Inter Milan in the final. No, they're playing Inter. You can get minus 500 okay. if you shop around, but minus 650, the consensus price. Uh, best team ever.
0: And when's Champions League final? It's probably uh, like Wednesday, right?
2: It's, it's always uh, on a Wednesday. Coming up, I think it's like June. Ba-ba-ba-ba.
0: Right, so
1: I don't know that, what that noise you just made is. It's June 10th. The, the, they got the Champions
0: there. League uh, music. I didn't know the Champions League music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. You know the Champions League I didn't music. know that. Come on, it's a thing. Well, I'm sure there's gonna be Champions League plays on pregame.com. Maybe he's like some props. Oh, B- Griffin B- will have a, a whole package up. I'm sure. BTTS. That's both teams to score. You don't know BTTS bet. Who knows that? Any soccer, every soccer better knows what BTTS is. That was, both, a, that was
2: a go-to in the World Cup. Both teams. Me. Didn't work to, out in the final. Both Did teams not work out. score.
0: score. Uh, yeah, so head on over to pregame.com. You can take advantage of some discounted packages. If you're not a member, sign up because new members get a free $25. So that's awesome. And you can take 20% off anything you'd like at pregame.com if you use our promo code SUNNY20. They say it's always sunny in Philadelphia. SUNNY20, sunny Twenty. S unny 20. Get you 20% off anything you'd like at pregame.com. From Mackenzie Rivers and AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidberg. We are straight out of Vegas. AM.